This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. We turn now to a financial reform that is at the top of the Zoomer agenda. The government has abolished mandatory retirement at work, but it still forces people to collapse their retirement savings and start cashing them in and paying taxes on them at the at the age of 71. Now, a lot of people are still working at that age, and given that a lot of those people are likely to live to a very ripe old age, they want to be able to leave their savings alone until they need them. To me, this makes perfect sense. Conservative MP Kelly McCauley is sponsoring a private member's bill to amend the Income Tax Act to eliminate these mandatory withdrawals from registered retirement income funds. And he joins me now. Welcome and thank you for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be on the radio with you right now. Okay. Well, uh, as I said, it it makes absolutely no sense to me to abolish mandatory retirement on the one hand, but force people to start collecting their retirement next nest egg, even if they're still working. No, I agree. There, there's a lot of reasons uh, we should eliminate the mandatory withdrawal. One of them is Canadians are working later. My uh, last company I was working with before I got into politics, our controller was 75 and still happily working. So here he is working, we're taxing him, and then we're also forcing him to withdraw from his uh, RRIF and to be double taxed. Well, exactly. I mean, uh, somebody uh, very close to me is about to turn 71. Uh, He's got the most demanding job of his life at the highest salary. And, you know, he's probably going to live to 100. So why would you want to make him take money out now that, you know, maybe he would need when he's very old and and uh, he can pay for himself at that point rather than have, having the government have to take responsibility? No, I, I agree with you 100%. And, you know, it's not just for people uh, still working. There are seniors who want to keep their money in a RIF and preserve it for later in life when... They'll need it for long-term care or perhaps special care for their husband. We do a lot of work with uh, the handicapped in the West Edmonton, and there's a lot of big issues with the families. Their biggest concern is who's going to look after our, ch- you know, our child when we pass, and they want to, you know, to save their money for that uh, situation. Well, Another it- big issue um, in West Edmonton or the city of Edmonton, we have over 5,000 seniors who live in provincial government homes and their rent is based on their income. We, the government, are forcing them to withdraw their RRA apps to be taxed and by doing so we're also forcing up the rent they're paying. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a very it, it interesting... seniors across the whole spectrum. Well, I know the previous Conservative government, they lowered the amount of the mandatory withdrawals, but they're still there. Uh, now, there seems to be a discrepancy about how much this would 
cost the government? Because uh, C.D. Howe Institute says uh, it's not going to cost very much at all, next to nothing. But the Ministry of Finance says it's going to cost hundreds of millions of dollars. And I, I would tend to go with the C.D. Howe Institute. They've been studying this for a very, very long time, and they are a nonpartisan organization. And I've spent a lot of time with them on this. They actually believe it will cost zero in the short term and will actually benefit the Treasury in a small part in the long term. Just yesterday we heard um, the Liberals just throwing out nonsensical numbers. They're now saying it will cost a half a billion per year to the Treasury. Oh, which we know it's not true, but it's it's the rhetoric rhetoric they're throwing out to um, to justify not uh, supporting the bill. Okay, well let let me get a handle on the politics of this. So so both opposition parties support it. Is it a free vote or not? I haven't uh, I haven't found that out yet. Uh, the Liberals are stay are staying mum on it. They have uh, spoken three times against uh, the bill. All three times they've sent up uh, senior people, the Parliamentary Secretary for Finance, the Parliamentary Secretary to the House Leader, and then another uh, assistant to the House Leader. So they haven't, no regular uh, backbench MPs have been allowed to stand up and speak to it yet. Okay. But I, I do suspect they will uh, vote it down. And, and again, why is, is, there, is, is there a problem with it that they say it will cost a lot of money? No, they um, they use a lot of um, specious reasoning. One of the one of the more um, interesting ones is, is they believe it's it's not fair to seniors who are seventy five and who have withdrawn money already. It's not fair that a new senior at seventy one should not have to withdraw. What? Not, they talked about intergen- intergenerational um, fairness, which is an odd case to make when you consider that the the CPP uh, hike they're doing is not going to benefit anyone for one or two generations, but we'll all be paying it for 40 years. And someone who is 60 right now will have to pay into the CPP the the hike, but won't ever see a penny of it. And And it's the same with running up massive debt or debts that they're doing right now. That's going to be paid off by, you know, our children and our children's children. So it is you know, we do this all the time. We pass on costs or benefits to other generations. And uh, is it coming up today or later? I gather it, there were some kind of shenanigans. No, it'll be today at about 6 o'clock. Okay, and uh, you're, I, I'm gathering you're not that hopeful? Um, I'm not 100% hopeful, but, you know, we're spending the last uh, few hours uh, lobbying uh, the backbench MPs, uh, talking to them, sending out notes. Uh, we've received support from the C.D. Howe Institute and uh, the Canadian Association of Retired Persons. That's us? We're sending, yep, we're Car- sending them the info uh, showing that it's broadly supported. We're sharing, uh, we've received hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of letters and emails supporting us. We're sharing that with the, with the government MPs and hope that they will uh, vote for seniors as opposed to vote for uh, partisan politics. <laughs> and our very young Prime Minister, uh, let's take a call from Brian in East York. Hello, Brian. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Excellent. Uh, You've got to turn down your radio. Okay, just uh, I'll shut it right off here. Yeah. Uh, You've got to turn down Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, what, this riff, I had to take mine out uh, the last couple of years. Now, when we originally got in it, it was to save on taxes. Yep. Right. So now that I'm uh, reached the ripe old age of uh, 71 or 70, whatever, 
you you have to start taking it out now uh number one if you live till say you're about 96 or 97 all the money you saved on taxes they've got back anybody who lives later than 95 or 96 they're now ripping you off for more money and another thing that happened to me it happened last year because I had that they gave me that extra money, it bounced me into a different tax bracket, so I had to pay more income tax. So the people who thought this up and have implemented are definitely not the same people who installed the upside-down bridge, (laughs) if you get my drift. They, they, They know what's going on, but now... Few of the people that have got tagged would have figured it out like I have and figured, wait a minute. Now we're going to be in the, as I say, if you live long enough, they'll have it all back plus money. And the fact that they put me into a different tax bracket, I don't like it all. Now I pay more income tax every year. Yeah, yep, that's that's why we're trying to say, you know, s- stop this. Br- yeah, Brian. I, I totally agree with that topic. If, if I wanted to take it out, I have some, some medical problems or something, then yeah. I'll have it there. I can take it out. Then I won't be uh, a burden on the society. But this way, it's, uh, you know, I, I got it out and whatever and whatever I use it for, it, it's still, I'm still going to be, so I'm double, they're double taxing me is what they're doing. Yeah, I, you know what, Brian, that yeah. is exactly the problem. Thank you so much for your call. And uh, hopefully at some point someone will listen. Brian, thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye Brian. Bye-bye. And uh, Kelly, uh, thank you very much, and the best of luck to you, and uh, we will update everybody tomorrow, see what happened with this. Um, We're not that optimistic, but, you know, eventually... Maybe somebody will come to their senses. Well, on this. when we're back in power in three years, we'll uh, we'll fix it then, at least if if not now. And I appreciate your time and appreciate the the support of CARP for this very uh, worthwhile initiative. And it's a couple hours left. If there's any listeners who want to pick up the phone and they live in a liberal writing, call their constituency office and tell them to tell their MP to vote for seniors. Okay, good advice. Thank you very much, Kelly McCauley. Thanks for your time. Okay, bye bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.